do you happen to know this guy francis ellis and i'm like are you serious i'm like yeah that's literally the guy i do my podcast with he's like oh he tutored me for like a really long time come on and the mom then goes oh yes francis uh, she's french she yeah. goes they're really cool by he the way. would always come over like 30 minutes early pretending he's not hungry <laughs> <laughs> Just fully <laughs> lining up with what, 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 everything we've heard about Francis tutoring. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yep. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. Julio Gallerati here, joined by Francis Ellis. Here, and we're in the clear. In the flesh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have some pretty big news. Big some news. Some of our biggest news, potentially. Potentially ever. Um, so, and it's a multiple tiers of news. Couple tiers. So, it's, like a, it's like a duplex of news. Why don't we let Francis uh, share the news? No. Let's let Julio <laughs> no, share but the it, news. So, the news is more so so there's multiple the multiple stages of the news all involve you whereas for me it involves me as well but there's multiple announcements so but the news is owned by all of us the news is ours it's our news it's our news it's like a train of news and each car carries something a little different i'm fine with that it appears as if oops will be going to barstool barstool sports Oops, the podcast meets a new sugar daddy, new New umbrella, a new, uh, we are under the management of Barstool Sports and their incredible uh, rocket ship. They have hosted and and built a few podcasts you might have heard of, such as Call Her Daddy, Pardon My Take. Spitting Chicklets, KFC Radio, Chicks in the Office, uh, Son of a Boy Dad. The list goes on and on and on. Some of your favorite podcasts you've probably ever heard of. And I'm sure there are many people who listen to some to many of those. The Dave Portnoy Show, et cetera, et cetera. My old employer, where I will be rejoining as a content creator and personality. I'm going back to the mothership. What a wild ride. After three years... Out on my own. I say on my own, but that's not really true because I've been foraging with my dear friends here on Oops Podcast, Julio Gallarotti, Chris Casso, and Ryan is really polite, Lynch. (laughs) Um, Couldn't have done it without you guys, of course. I, I truly think this is a team win. We all made this decision, I think, together. Um, I hope that's true. I (laughs) <laughs> i um, hope that everyone feels that way and that i'm not just uh sort of leading us in in a direction but uh i will be joining as a full-time employee again at, at barstool and i think probably by the time you've, you hear this you might have already known but um so and- i think the only reason why if it's confusing as to why francis would say we all made that decision and then being like did we we absolutely did but like francis had already sort of been 
um, approached with the offer to rejoin. Um, and that was sort of like the first step before the conversation about what was going to happen with the podcast. Right. Um, and he had kind of hinted to us that there, there might be a chance that he could be going back there. And he had mentioned to us also, you know, that the podcast, uh, remained his top priority and, uh, we'd make sure to figure out a way to keep the pod rocking, uh, by all means necessary. Yeah. And, and not for nothing, uh, Barstool has, was very generous, I think, and kind, uh, and, and welcoming to our whole crew. Um, everyone's going to have a, a great, uh, work and position there. Everything, nothing <laughs> will change as far as our podcast. True. Correct. Nothing is going to change about how we do business, about the tone of what we do here on Oops. Uh, our crew stays the same. So we're, that's what I think I'm really the most excited about is that we are coming over as a total unit. Um, and I trust completely that, that Barcel will not in any way tell us how to manage our business or our podcast or voiced guests upon us or anything like that. It's going to be the same podcast, just under uh, a different flag. And if it's different in any way, it'll be, be things that are better. Better, Totally. <laughs> If we have guests, they'll probably be better. Exactly. Um, and not that we've had wonderful guests, but like, you know, we'll likely have more access and more support and infrastructure, hopefully, and all that stuff. And uh, we look forward to continuing to improve and be our fun selves for yeah. you guys. And, and, we're, and we're really excited. And I think we're really excited because we know that uh, we're going to get an, a whole bunch of new listeners from the Barstool Faithful. Um, and so hopefully they like what we have to offer and kind of pick up on, on our vibe and send us some interesting questions and, and thoughts as we often like, good emails, all that stuff. Um, and so if you're new to us today, welcome aboard. And uh, we look forward to, to welcoming so many new listeners uh, in the coming weeks and months. Um, oh, yeah. So that's the story, Morning Glory. And uh, there's more the specifics with that, more to come as far as when and... All that stuff, yeah. specifically. I mean, soon. But. Um, but thank you, all, of course, to Barstool, not just to me yeah, individually for for bringing me back uh, to the place that I once worked, but uh, but also for for taking care of the whole team and 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 believing in us and and letting us join the incredible company they've built and and the success that they've had. So we won't let you down. Coach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Coach Dave, um, <laughs> Dave, and Erica, the whole group. Um, yeah, so that's the big news there and, uh, onward and upward. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Cool. Um, all right, dude. Well, this weekend I had a really fun thing go down. You told me about it and I instantly, you know, I was got excited. I got excited instantly. So this is what happened. So the place that, you know, where I usually stay when I, you know, go out uh, to the Hamptons, we were staying there this weekend. They were hosting a birthday party for a dear friend of theirs. And so somebody who I've actually known for many years as well. Um, I've actually traveled with this, this woman and her family and her kids. I like as early as 2009, we were all on trips together and kind of like found ourselves in these like situations where this is a, a, a group of people I've had a relationship with now for quite some time. Uh, I don't see them all the time or anything, but uh, you know, it was nice to catch up. Mm-hmm. So we're talking, they're kind of catching up with me, taking my pulse, figuring out what, figuring out what it is that I, what I've been up to. <clears throat> oh, you do comedy, blah, blah, blah. 
oh, you do a podcast. Oh, cool. Wow. Uh, how does that work? How do you get, how do you get paid? Blah, blah, you know, that whole thing. Uh, the, the, the dinner's progressing. I'm sitting next to her son and he's like, so yeah, he's like, he's like, do you happen to know this guy, Francis Ellis? Oh boy. <clears throat> and I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, that's literally the guy I do my podcast with. He's like, oh, he tutored me for like a really long time. Come on. And, yes. And we, I don't want to say the name, I guess, okay. just for the sake. I of, need to know. <clears throat> no, we can just bleep it. Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the mom then goes, oh, yes, Francis. Uh, she's French. She yeah. goes. They're really cool, by the way. He would always come over like 30 minutes early pretending he's not hungry. <laughs> just fully lining up with what, what what everything we've heard about francis mm -hmm. tutoring yeah hey, do you want something to eat francis oh now that you mention it sure yeah. well <laughs> you know i have to say in my defense that all these families would tell me how much they enjoyed feeding me. <laughs> and so I felt like, in a way, I was doing them a favor. There was no indication that that wasn't the case, but it yeah. was still funny. No, they, they you know, I, oh man, it's it's so funny to hear that. There, there were, I, dude, I ate, at, I ate so much at these, with these incredible families that I loved working with. The, the family you're talking about, I really liked. Super cool family. Um, it Very international. Mm -hmm. Both parents super successful. Super cool. Very kind to me. Uh, yeah, and I would spend a lot of time there. So and funny. it's like, you know, not for nothing. Like, I would eat and hang. <laughs> but I would also tutor and help kind of throughout that time and then bill them for less time. Interesting. So... Okay. I don't know. Dude, I, I don't think I don't think it was meant to make no, you feel. No, I, I know, I know, I know, and I don't think that they would. I mean, I I remember. So it's interesting that that family was one of my early early families where I I worked with them through the agency uh, that I worked at, but I only worked with that agency for like seven or eight months or something. Um, and that family was one that had been had been given to me through the agency and. Loved them. Loved them. That's so great. People. So funny. So the kid, yeah. the kid now, well, uh, he's a chef. He's a chef. Pretty cool. A restaurant downtown. We should pop Might by. Might be time for me to rekindle days. that friendship. Yeah. You know, speaking of. <laughs> More getting fed by yeah. new members of the family. Do you think that they think that if they feed you before, you're going to tutor them better? It's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. maybe. I, the answer is definitely yes. Because I needed to. Dude, all those sessions would be like. 6 to 8 p.m. or like 7 mm -hmm. to 9. I mean, tutoring was always after school in the evenings on the week. So I don't know how I was really supposed to eat. Totally. So totally. I would go from one session, you know, I'd do 4 to 5 p.m. with some kid and then 5.15 to 6.30 with another and then 6.30 to 8. Mm -hmm. I would pack it in. I would try to schedule these kids as close as possible. So a lot of them lived on the Upper East Side. And if I had a kid on 82nd Street, and I had another kid on, you know, 84th Street. I would book those kids back to back with no window to get from one right. place to the next. Right. And basically, I'd be like, ah, oh, I'd show up five minutes late. Nobody would care. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, just start immediately. Right. That was how you had to, you had to get as much as you could in totally. to, to, to maximize. 
because you couldn't work from 9 a.m. till 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. You know, kids that were at school. So anyway, so dude, so on Sunday, it was her birthday, mm-hmm. and we were having a birthday party at the house for her, and I was trying to get you to come Oh. But you had you had went back to the city in the morning. I didn't want to blow. I didn't want to blow the surprise. Oh, too bad. I thought it would have been funny to have you come over, like kind of you know, if you guys were on your way back at the end of the I thing know. or whatever, and get and have a little surprise pop out. That would have been. And funny. we texted you saying that if you needed a ride back to the city, we could have given it to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I I appreciated. And yeah. by that point, the birthday party had not begun. It hadn't begun yet. Oh, I see. We 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 didn't come back till the following night. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I kind of was in the mood to stay out there a little bit, but Sierra yeah. was oh, interesting. wanting to get home, which, you know, I get it, man. Whoever, when you have a boozy long weekend at a, like a beachy type place, if there's someone in your group or your relationship who's like, let's beat traffic, I want to get home and chill, I need to recover, we have a big week ahead. I've I've been that guy so many times that if someone says that I'm like yeah let's go right 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 because yeah. the, every hour you wait when you're out there the traffic extends by another twenty minutes or something mm-hmm. it's nuts yeah actually it's funny Hillary and I can kind of struggle to align on our approach to both you know going and coming back what we're gonna do while we're there sort of like it, it's always been a thing we actually joke about it that we like we have trouble kind of like figuring mm. out how to like ebb and flow together when we're like in the out of the city yeah. summer destination situation. It's tricky. Um, but it's, it's fine. We had a nice weekend. We, uh, we got home and then we decided to go see that movie. Nope. How was it? The Jordan Peele movie. I thought it was okay. Yeah. I was disappointed. Do my dad, my dad. Did you love it? Hated it. Ryan saw it. My dad hated it so much that he was like posting about it. I was like, dude, chill. Oh, wow. (laughs) I liked it a lot. I just anticipated it to be a horror film with a ton of themes, but it kind of was just like a a sci-fi UFO movie. With a ton of what? With a ton of themes. What themes? I don't know. He has a lot of political themes in Us and Get Out. Get Out. Uh, This one was more like Hollywood, sci-fi, UFO movie. Us was better than... Get Out's the best... Us is second best. This was third best. This, this one. I don't know. I'm. 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 I guess I'm interested to hear that you really liked it, Ryan, because I. I was. It got worse as the movie wore on. I thought, and I, by the end of it, I was disappointed. Interesting. I thought the first hour dragged a little bit. I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought exactly what you thought. I thought there'd be a layered sort of lots of Easter eggs. I would kept trying to read things in the background to see if he was dropping little hints and signs and but as you said it felt very straightforward to me i thought the the monster was like pretty Mm one-dimensional um i don't know it wasn't the movie i went to go see yeah but i still enjoyed it good well i guess ryan has really simple taste i (laughs) (laughs) i i get the impression that you two go to the movies often that's only the second movie I've seen in a couple of years, but but we went and saw Top Gun and we loved that. Ryan, Top Gun. I go every once in a while, maybe like once every six weeks. Wow, once every other that's, month. That's, that's pretty lot. good. That's a lot. I, like that. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy the movies. I really like going, yeah. and I don't do it enough. so much so that I didn't even I didn't look up the Rotten Tomatoes scores for this one, 
And the people gave it 64%, which is low. So low, in fact, that I probably would not have gone. I was going to ask, what's your Rotten Tomatoes cut off for consideration? I need both the critics and the people to probably be in the 90s at this point in order really? to go in order to go to, to a go movie. to the movies. Got it. Now, because we go so infrequently, it used to be probably 80s. Okay, but now it's it needs to be 90s. And except with Jordan Peele, I make an exception because he's so good. Except this wasn't that great to me. Mm-hmm. But the tomato meter, the yeah. professionals, or the, uh, the audience score was sixty-eight, and then the the pro critics were eighty-two percent. Yeah, not so. great. But let me I mean, tell those you, those are this. good. No, those are good numbers. Yeah, they're solid. Sixty-eight's not that great. It's not bad though. Dude, and also, people, you can't trust the people. Bro. The people, the people are the ones you to trust. You can trust them sometimes, but not always. Sometimes they opinion. mess. The people sometimes are the, people the ones. I find the people to miss the mark sometimes. The critics, to me, have missed the mark far more often than the people. They and miss I'll, the mark on comedy specials because the critics. The people, you listen to the people on comedy specials, I'm fine with, with evaluating both. But dude, here's the other thing. The, the people on Rotten Tomatoes, you get a far bigger sample size. There's a lot more people in that score than there are in the critics. The critics have these like high-minded, esoteric artful things that they look for they're they're judging based on you know they'll give like a black and white film that, that there's six words in a 96 percent right the people there's will more, be like that sucked i'm giving it 25 percent because there's more turkeys out there than there are wolves brother right but i i want to be i want to be entertained like i'm a turkey i'm a turkey, a turkey when i go here. to the movies i'm You're getting popcorn here. and sour patch watermelons and a medium sprite I'm a turkey in that seat. <laughs> Hit the recline button. I'm not some guy with a notepad and bifocals yeah, sure, being like, sure. mm-hmm, I wonder what the intention was behind that scene. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm trying my best to wean off of Rotten Tomatoes and not watching the trailers anymore. Yeah. Uh, for us, which you thought was the second one, I probably agree with you on that. Uh, the pro critics gave it a 93% and the audience gave it a 60 and I thought it was a really, really, really good movie. I thought it was solid. I, I didn't I didn't love that. Nothing compares to Get Out. And unfortunately, it's been... Each successive film, to me, has gone down. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Ugh. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now, and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium... And you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. Uh, look, I guess my, my point is, uh, oh, well, let me tell you this story. Mm. So we drove over to Battery Park and to go to that theater. Are you able to like pinpoint which theater is actually the best? At this point, there's so many like IMAX Real 3D 4. Yeah, that one is kind of our go-to. And it's sad because I know that there are these incredibly cool theaters now, like the iPick yeah. and the Alamo Draft, some kind of draft house or something, that, that have these like p- 
pods and luxury seats and you can order dinner and the food is good and order beers or something. Not that I... Yeah, but even then I'm like, okay, but like I can do that. But then like, can I recline in a bed? Is this, the picture the best it can be? I might have FOMO a lot. Yeah. I'm bad I, at I think that... Um, I think that uh, though any 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 place that you can rec- you can reserve your seat where it does say like reclined seating, I, now I need that at minimum. Mm-hmm. But we um, we went to this place at the Battery Park Cinema, and we parked in this parking garage. And when we went to see Top Gun a couple months ago, we went and did exactly the same thing. And when we parked in Top Gun two months ago, this guy who was working there said, okay, all good. You can park here a couple hours. Here's the issue. My credit card machine is down. It's $20, but we can only take cash. I'm really sorry. It's like the internet's not working on the credit card machine. We were like, okay, whatever, fine. We'll pay you cash. Dude, we pulled in. The same guy said the exact same thing in the same order he's pulling a fucking racket and i go okay man just so you know we were here two months ago and you said exactly the same thing then (laughs) and he goes what and i was like yeah man you told us the two months ago that the credit card machine was down because the internet's bad here (laughs) and that it was twenty dollars cash and we could only pay cash and i go he goes that can't be. Ooh. And I go, no, man, that's what you said. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I don't really care, but I'm firmly aware that, like, I know what either, you're doing here and yeah, I don't like it. Either, <laughs> either you guys or your superiors have just decided that you're going to run this thing where you tell us the credit card machine is down so you can only take cash, which means you're not going to declare the income for tax evasion, which is fine. I don't give a fuck. Cash and carry, baby. Yeah, or <laughs> or like you guys are you know flicking the internet on and off at certain times. And he goes, well, I don't have anything to do with that. I don't run this place. He was hysterical. <laughs> Like he was so not professional and yeah, willing right. to throw his like superiors under the bus. Good, dude. And also just totally denying it. Yeah. He was he was like, There's no chance that was the case two months ago. He's like, This is this only stopped working today. I was like, buddy, you don't remember us? Like we were here, we had the same conversation. Like Maybe he's pocketing this- the cash, dude. Whatever it is. But but this time, you know, we go to the movie, we come out. And it's Battery Park, and it's not obvious. So we started walking around trying to find an ATM, and there weren't really Ugh. any. And we went down. We went the wrong way. We ended up walking in circles, like back and forth. And finally, we found one. Withdrew, you know, twenty dollars cash. Went back, and actually, we took out forty so that we could give him a freaking tip. Oh God! And I was like, dude, he thanks, but you know, I gotta tell you, like this is such a hassle yeah it's such a hassle to have to pay you cash i hate to say that but it means that we're not going to want to park here next time and he's like i get it you're not the first person to say that to me he's like, like oh, i don't know so what you to have do. been saying this i, I was like time. he's like i don't know what to do the internet doesn't work and i don't 
it's amazing how much like we won't park there again because we're just going to assume the credit card machine is broken we're never going to have cash and we don't want to deal with that anymore but um that people are still just willing like they, they've still found ways to just evade taxes on as big of an operation as big of a business as a parking garage in new york city it's just stupid to just not have it be cash only then just be cash only what is this? That's what makes me think this guy's pulling a fast one. Do businesses have the right to run cash only businesses? Yeah. Do they? Yeah, dude. Pizza places, the plane places, cash only. And if they're cash only, does that fundamentally mean they are not declaring their they're, earnings? They're for cooking taxes? the books, baby. Yeah. They're cooking the books. They're probably paying, but like way less than they would be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. These fucking guys. Wow. You know? That's kind of amazing. It's such brazen tax evasion. You love to see it, man. You know who really gets away with it a lot? Who? Caddies at golf courses. As they should. Well, they're all paid in cash, and then they, at the end of the year, they're like, I made $4,000 this year. I had a rough time. <laughs> like, no, you made ninety grand in cash. That's awesome. That's crazy. That's a, Dude, speaking of things that were annoying, it's funny that we had sort of like the opposite experience. I was in, uh, we went to a workout class over the weekend and you know, in East Hampton, how there's that like parking lot, like that you can access from like both of the streets in the main town vaguely. So there's like a stoplight. You can go right at it or you can go straight either direction. You can access the parking lot. Anyway, like you can park there for two hours for free or whatever. They used to make you take a ticket. They don't anymore. I'm not sure if there's something that I was supposed to be doing, but whatever I park, no big deal. I come out, there's a fucking 16-year-old kid wearing like a security guard outfit, wearing Oakleys to add insult to injury, nice. giving the person next to me a ticket. I was like, dude, if I came out here and I saw this 16-year-old in Oakleys giving me a ticket, I would kick the shit out of him. <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck do you think you're doing, dude? Uh -huh. Get the fuck out of here. Doesn't I'm going to tell your mom you're giving people tickets, you little fucking Wait, shit. Wait, were they... Was he not? Did he not work for the parking garage? He did. No, no. He, he worked for the city or the town, whatever. Like, but you just think he's too young to have that much power? Why are sixteen-year-olds giving people parking tickets, bro? He was so cocky. I'd be like, you better wipe that shitting grin off your face, you little motherfucker. I'm going to beat wow. your underage ass, man. I and just, I'm going to follow you and catch you doing something illegal and report it. I don't know that beating up a 16-year-old that works for the city is going to go that well for yeah. you. And you know what? It's a good thing he wasn't giving me a ticket, Francis, because yeah. it would have gone bad for everybody. <laughs> That's who I pick fights with, children. Good, good. As uh, you should. Really, really bothered so me. So you run into that one kid who started jujitsu really early. <laughs> yeah, he just flips me over. Puts, you in a, puts his legs around your neck. Uncle! Uncle! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Francis, what's your drink of choice right now, dude? I have really been enjoying a little tequila soda with a generous splash of lime. Mm, delicious. I mean, I want, I want somebody with proper forearm tattoos squeezing that lime. <laughs> Somebody who's done time. Yeah, absolutely. Squeezing that lime. That's what I want. You want a man who's done time squeezing your lime. Yeah. I like that. And the best tequila for this drink. Comos. Comos. Delicious. Oh, my God. Guys, we've got a new partner, Comos. K-O-M-O-S. Tequila. It is the best tequila you'll have in your life. <laughs> it's so delicious. And, dude, the end of the summer is the time where... 
I start drinking a little bit earlier in the day. I'm not typically much of a day drinker, but once that sun starts tucking itself to bed, mm. if there's a guy behind that bar making a delicious spicy margarita or a Lago de Comos, which yeah. we'll talk a little bit more about soon, or even just my patented tequila lime shards, all three of those recipes can be found at comos.com slash oops. And we know you guys have been asking us for our drink recipes. Francis came up with the title Lago de Comos off of the top of his head. Sure did. I couldn't believe he he had done it because of how brilliant it was. Mm -hmm. It is a play on words on Lago de Como, Lake Como, and it is the tequila version of the Italian specialty, the Negroni. Yeah. That's our that's our favorite cocktail, and it goes so well with this tequila because guys, bangs. Not gonna lie, this is good stuff. Okay? Yeah. This is no joke. The bottle is effectively a collector's item. It's an incredible gift to give somebody. And with and with summer ending, treat yourself to a fancy bottle of tequila. Absolutely. They have a couple different kinds of tequila. Lovely, right? Nice selection. You could do a little flight. You're not driving that flight. You're tasting the flight. <laughs> the Añejo Cristalino is aged in beautiful white wine barrels from Napa Valley for at least a year. Not whiskey barrels like most tequilas, which makes it taste lighter and smoother. And because it's a Cristalino, which is the kind of tequila that's really trending in Mexico and is ripping across the U.S., after it's aged in the wine barrels, it's also dripped through charcoal to remo remove all impurities, leaving it crystal clear and perfectly smooth. Isn't that crazy? I didn't realize such an involved process could possibly go into that, but I remember when they told us that, I was like, what? You yeah. guys do that? I, was I, like, I think uh, tequila is barrel. the most difficult spirit to make. Interesting. I've actually been told that, and it certainly seems like Comos leaves no stone unturned. <laughs> Dude, yeah, really good stuff. Yeah, so right now, go to comos.com slash oops, uh, where you will have a link to be able to purchase this delicious tequila. Uh, make sure to use promo code oops at checkout. You will get 10% off. It has already been discounted on siptequila.com too, where you will be linked to through our site. Uh, so just plug in promo code oops after going to comos.com slash oops, uh, and you will get 10%, an additional 10% off of your order you guys need to try some of the stuff it's incredible um we so it's funny how when we began this podcast i was very against exercising with hillary i thought that it should be separate thing that we don't do together separation of church and state and it's really kind of flipped in the other direction now now when we work out not only am i excited to be there with her but i will also embarrass her uh, <laughs> uh how so so i think i, I forget what i had said last time I, I gave an example of this a couple episodes ago. I forget what I what I had done exactly. Uh, it's not important, but this time it had to do with the. Um, saying, I remember saying something, doing something. Were you going? Getting you going? Woo, woo. Were you wooing? No, I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember being overly enthusiastic out loud. Something like that. Grunting. I, I, I don't remember. We're hovering. Yeah, we're hovering. We're, we're, hovering, hovering. we're hovering. And you're not giving us anything. I just any, don't know. I just don't know. I forget. Anything. It's, I, it's not specific. I don't, I don't specifically remember what it was that that's, I had done. That it's too bad. Uh, I can probably figure it that's out. That's troubling me. No, I'll, I'll look here. Don't figure it out. We've gotten over it. Um. Okay. Well, in that case. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, this. So I started doing this. Uh, the class is loud enough. And this is something I had yelled something out. I forget what it was, but this, I started doing it again, up to my little tricks. I started going, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like I went, went in a difficult pose and going, oh yeah. And she was like, 
She looks at me like, <laughs> she's like, what are you doing? And then she'll like laugh a little, but it's also like, and I'm just this fucking, I'm, I'm usually the only guy in the class too. I'm like, all right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just really fun, amusing to like get her eyes out of her. Damn. Um, so anyway, we had a good time doing that. That's nice. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, do you compete with her at all? No. That's good. What was the class? New York Pilates. Okay. And it was out in the Hamptons. Out in the Hamptons. Good for you for doing a Pilates class out there. Thank you. I appreciate it. It takes some serious discipline. Yeah. I'm out in the Hamptons. I just want to drink beers and seltzers all day. I mean, yeah, I like, let's not, like, you know, I, I wasn't being a healthy person by any stretch of the imagination that weekend. But yeah, I've been enjoying doing the kind of, that kind of exercise, low impact strengthening mm-hmm. it's pretty feels pretty efficient mm-hmm. uh whatever so we did that uh, i do not compete with her she's definitely better than me at it as well if mm. we were to be competing it wouldn't go well for me um <laughs> but i don't really get off on competing in that sort of environment i'm competing with enough right here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's enough going on here that i need to overcome uh <laughs> so and i know I, I suspect i know that you tend to thrive in a competitive exercise environment, that's your Peloton score. Mm, yes and no. It can be dangerous for me. If I'm, if I get competitive in something that I'm not good at, I just hurt myself. I try to overpower the people right. and and ignore technique and I worry about that. My own personal limits. I'm like a dog who chases a car <laughs> on a hot day and doesn't listen to his own body telling him if you continue to run. You will overheat and die, <laughs> or get hit by a car and die. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So anyway, we did that. It was fun, um, and I'm, I'm remembering something that I had wanted to talk about that I forgot to mention on this podcast. But Hillary and I went to dinner one time. She did me so dirty. It was actually really funny. It's something I would do to her, and she really got a lot of pleasure out of this. So the waiter comes over and gives me the credit card machine. This is in Europe, and. Uh, Hillary had already said, I'm going to pay for this because you've been paying for stuff. And we're always Venmoing each other. She's like, why don't I just pay and you can Venmo me? And I was like, okay. Credit card machine comes down. He puts it down next to me. And I go, oh no, she's, she's paying. And she goes, oh, I am? And I was like, are you? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking. Yes. Serious? Are you fucking serious? What country in Europe? Portugal. And so I bet the waiter was like, oh. It was, it just became this thing. And then I started going, Maybe no, no. Maybe looked at you like you were a bad little boy. I looked at him, I go, we're splitting. I'm Venmoing her. We're technically splitting. And I look at her and she goes, oh, we, oh. And I'm like, God damn it. I was like, I can't believe you just fucking <laughs> did that. Buried you. That was filthy. That is a. That is a dirty Dirty dog. rotten trick. <laughs> a dirty, a dirty fucking. Little birdie. Dog move, dude. Yeah. I, but it is fun that we're constantly getting each other. I like it's, that. It's fu- a fun thing. Yeah, that's I told good. you about the series of questions joke. No. I don't know. That, I forgot to tell you this one, too. Okay. The series of questions joke is the following. You're filling out information. So you're, so you're booking the flight for you and Sierra. Hey, see, uh, what's your KTN? Oh, it's your 155, whatever. What is your, uh, what's your Delta Sky Miles number? Da, da, da. And then you just slide in there. Birthday? And then she'll start to tell you, and she'll be like, wait a minute. <laughs> she'd be mad that I don't know yes, her birthday? you slide in yeah. something that you obviously know and see nice. how long it takes them to understand that nice. you, what you've done. That is pretty good. And it's a lot of fun. Question for you. Yeah. Sorry. What, did you, no. You have something? 
I don't. Did you have something? Got nothing. This is a full circle moment where I tie this back into Francis in public getting in confrontations with the parking guy. He could have just let it go, but he shouldn't have let it go. I agree with your path, but this is why you okay. are who you are. Yeah. And when you say, why do I, this is why. But I didn't. I will. You I right. made it clear to him that I was amused by the whole thing and that I had nothing against him, and I didn't blame him for it. I knew it was probably the the it was probably handed down to him that he should tell everyone that, and I just wanted him to know we're wise to it. We don't care. We'll pay your cash. What the hell? Whatever. <laughs> but like, don't piss on my face and tell me it's yeah, raining. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the credit card. Yeah. The internet's not working here and. <laughs> Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, the internet clearly works. Dude, it's, I just picture you pulling up, rolling the window, and let me guess, the credit card machine's broken? Yeah. How'd you know? Had a feeling? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, th that's the kind of thing where to be really funny, what I would do is I would just, I would just park outside, and anyone that was about to pull in, I would say, don't use this place. Their internet's broken. They can't take any credit <laughs> Right, cards. you put up a and sign. And just totally discourage anyone from giving them business. Yeah. What was Sierra doing while you were doing this? She's weirdly more, more you know, she, I think there's a part of me that wonders that if she likes that I do this. <laughs> because I don't do it in a way that's, I hate to say this, but it's not, I'm not being a Karen. So no, you're, I mean, you're right in the situation and yeah. I, like, I, let me, let me, re, let me repaint exactly how I did this. He said, okay, bad news. We, our credit cards down. You got to pay $20 cash. I said, okay, just, we were here two months ago and you told us exactly the same thing. It's not a problem. We'll pay cash, but there's no way that that credit card machine is down. And he was like, oh, no, it is. We get bad internet here. I go, I promise you. And I'm laughing. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I promise you. You said exactly that two months ago. We came for a movie. We were here. Same thing, same amount of time. And you said the same words. The internet's down. Can't use the credit card machine. It's $20 cash. I go, don't you think that's a little bit of a coincidence? And he goes, I mean, I don't know. This is... This is the policy, the place. Like they're they're not fixing their credit card machine. I go, that's fine. Well, then that's what they're doing to presumably avoid taxes, which is fine. I don't I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I love it. I don't work for Uncle Sam. Yeah. I said all that. I'm like, but but that's just fundamentally not what's happening here. And he was like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. So I'm I'm just calling out the reality, but I'm not blaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. I mean, it's it's just like I probably would have done the same thing. To be honest, it's not a personal attack. I know, I know. Against you, and him. you're good at that too. You're yeah. good at not making. I'm. I would amused. have. Had, I would have had trouble not being hostile. I still. I would have done it. I. But you would have been better at if we were together. Yeah. And I had begun to do what I was going to do. You would. If you'd be met able to, this guy, you would have liked him. He was so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> he was so dumb and and sweet about it. You know, he was like playing dumb, but then when I called out what was happening, I realized, oh, he's actually not that smart, mm. and therefore it's innocent and and sweet and and you know, I don't have. Or maybe he's extremely smart and knew that that's how he <laughs> could get off the total hook. Kaiser so <laughs> Yeah, yeah, interesting, <laughs> interesting. Um, but dude, yeah, you know, 
This is the this is what happens when you're out there. Right. If any of you have checked out the Rule of Threads website since yesterday, you will notice they are fully stocked, fully loaded, bunch of new stuff, including these sick hoodies, big tees, uh, rulethreads.com. You know where it's at. Re-upped, ready to rock. Get yourself ready for the fall. Uh, we, it had been previously pretty sold out for a bit because you guys crushed it so hard. Uh, appreciate you. And uh, go to the site to check out some of the new gear. Dude, I'm super psyched for Rule of Threads to drop some of this new fall gear, bro. Oh, I love it when seasons change and fashion-forward thinking companies really introduce their new fall line. <laughs> Let's go. Mm-hmm. It's about to be hoodies in this bee uh, that are going to match really nice with the joggers and all of the other Rule of Threads apparel that you already have. I am super psyched to step my look up for the fall. Mm-hmm. I will, of course, be running it by Hill Dog before I actually smash the left click on that mouse that I use (laughs) that Chris once recommended that I use for editing and it's changed my life having a mouse to use with my laptop. Wow. Anywho, before I click on that button and use my stored credit card information to make the purchase, I will make sure that Hill Dog reviews it. But I'm certain that you'll be pleased because rule of threads are, like you always say, Francis, clean, premium, menswear, basics. You cannot go wrong. You're playing it safe while also taking a risk. Yeah. It's all you really need when it comes to fashion. Yeah, it's girlfriend approved. It's fiance approved. You're not going to go wrong with Rule of Threads. We promise. You don't even have to ask for her approval. If you actually show up and you show her that you're wearing Rule of Threads and she sees you, she's going to say, wow, I might actually trust him to make some choices for himself. Yeah, I'm fairly certain they actually come with a certificate that shows that you've been able to waive the girlfriend slash fiance slash wife approval. Um and tried and true, so don't worry. Mm-hmm. Um, they have everything you would ever need: polos, all different styles of t-shirts. They got hoodies coming. They have amazing, comfortable joggers, which I'm sure you will be wearing as you recline in your Qatar Airways. Oh boy, <laughs> bed that we don't know for sure if you've purchased yet, but you may have. No, we'll get an update on that. Not yet. Uh, but guys, go to RuleThreads.com. Use promo code Oops. You'll get fifteen percent off of your order. Of everything on their site, uh, ruleofthreads.com, promo code OOPS, 15% off. They're about to drop a bunch of new stuff. Really excited. We're going to get some. You should too. Um, so I, we, I have this new thing that's funny. I have been shopping for myself recently, and Hillary's very concerned. <laughs> Why? Because I'll show up wearing a colorful, say, a pair of sweat shorts, and she'll go, ooh, look at those colorful, look at those colorful boys. <laughs> Back to our... Oh, this is Salmon Boys. She goes, where'd you get those? And I'm like, I bought them. She goes, oh, you did, huh? I'm like, yes. You don't like them? She goes, they're not my favorite. Ooh. And I go, well, you know what? I would just like to be dressed a little bit more colorful. I I picture myself being a more colorful boy. And I'd like to be more colorful and fun. That's how you responded when she said they're not my favorite? Yes. I was like, I'd like to be more colorful. She goes, okay, fine. She goes... But because she wants, she has decided that I'm going to only dress monochromatically <laughs> and I'm not going to be colorful or fun. I'm just going to be this dull, monochromatic, futuristic <laughs> droid, similar, <laughs> similar to everyone else, <laughs> reporting to Darth Vader for duty. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it, I want to be a colorful boy. So she's like, okay, fine, noted, but please stop shopping for yourself. Uh, and there was one specific moment. We had to, there was a dress code for our dinner Saturday night, which, all right, fine, whatever. I, I didn't have a button down dry cleaned. And instead of having to deal with getting dry cleaned, I just bought a shirt, cheap one, whatever. And I came home and she thought it was the worst shirt she'd ever seen. She's like, 
why would you get a white shirt with black buttons? She's like, are you working the dinner? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, well, do you plan to be bartending at this dinner? She's like, otherwise you're not wearing that shirt. Okay. (laughs) I have a lot of questions. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I have a lot of questions. I don't want to paint Hillary. Like she's some like, like she, I want her to, to pip shop for me. I don't want to deal with anything. I'll help you because I go through (laughs) this as well. But fortunately, Sierra knows that I don't respond well to being roasted. (laughs) And so she tries to do it in a more gentle way. You getting upset at being roasted makes me laugh so hard. Uh, It's not even it's not even that I'm upset that she like if 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 Sierra, if I bought something and I liked it and, you know, and Sierra was like, what are you a friggin you think you're a caterer or something? My response would be like, look at what you're wearing. And then I would do it too. Okay, okay. And we would get into this and she would, that would be not something that she would like. So I don't, I can't do that to her. Got it, got it, got it, got it. But this is my point. Like we're comedians. We, we live for that. Have you ever tried that tact? Never, no. Have you ever, you've never tried the whole like, you're saying that? Really? You want to play this game? I I maybe you'll say, do you want to play this game? And then I'll realize that's not a game I want to play. You think she would win? Yeah. I mean, she just like, she's much more like her. She has a very unique, I think she has great style and I would never, I can't, there wouldn't be much for me to say. I get what you mean. Without like insulting the way that things looked on her, which I don't think is the key is the case, but that's what I would have to resort to. Cause I couldn't be like, that looks stupid. Cause it doesn't. In my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, I that's a good point. I mean, I don't really have any problem with anything that Sierra wears. I could, yeah, I could do it in the comedian form, but it would just be unnecessarily mean. And, and mean. Yeah. But that's my point. Do you see the double standard there? Yes, but I, we, th- I still think it's funny. They can say really mean stuff to us about what we wear, and then we can't say that back because it's mean. I have Stockholm Syndrome. I assume that she's right. So I immediately am like, I'm wrong. I'll go into my closet. Stockholm syndrome, <laughs> implying that you are her captive. Yeah, correct. I will go back into my closet where I live. Well, I'm assuming she's right about what I'm wearing because she brings me my bowl of gruel every morning. And if I were to have an issue, I might not get fed tomorrow. Right, she's keeping me just weak enough that I can't yeah. revolt. Yeah. <laughs> She said, tomorrow I can take the chain off and walk around the yard six times. Ooh, I don't want to mess with that privilege. Dude, okay, I bought a shirt in Nicaragua. I bought like a button-down, short-sleeve, colorful, like almost like a Hawaiian shirt, but not. And it was just kind of like this fun shirt. I was wearing it down there. I was getting compliments. I'm like, oh, this is great. (laughs) (laughs) I had bought it for myself, dude. Uh, and we are so pathetic. (laughs) It's 13 bucks (laughs) (laughs) and I was rocking it hard. Okay. So, uh, I, I, you know, I filmed a bunch of shit down there. So I was like, you know, I'm going to, I brought the shirt to Italy too. She goes, Oh, you brought the shirt to Italy, huh? And I was like, she goes, I thought we were getting rid of that. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, these women are there they can be so it's just the knife it's just a turning of the knife this ah. so dude i left it i left it in italy left wow. it but just hear me out this is funny so uh so i'm in uh you know two weeks later i'm in florida and i'm looking through my stuff to wear for the show and i'm like you know what 
this stuff. None of this stuff's loud enough. I haven't edited the Nicaragua video yet. I, where's the nearest H&M? Maybe they'll have the shirt. I went to H&M oh. and bought the shirt again. You found it? Yeah. I found you the found the same shirt that you had bought in Nicaragua? For Nicaragua, but I bought it in New York. Oh. But I bought it in New York. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I didn't realize sorry. that. I bought it in New York. Uh, I was like, man. I can show that, you it, dude. What, a, what an indictment of H&M. <laughs> That a $13 shirt you bought on the street in Nicaragua, the shirt, they actually. carry. <laughs> Danny Palmer, for some reason today, posted a promo of his show that I'm not on, a picture of me in Florida as the background, as a hard post <laughs> of the show. Tell me you're over 45 without telling me you're over 45. Uh, but this oh, is yeah, the shirt. Nice. It's a fun it's a, shirt. So she didn't like that one? She said she didn't like it, but I was like, you know, this is a fun stage shirt which I've learned from the great Andrew Schultz. That's right. You can wear some shit that you wouldn't actually wear. She agrees. Yeah. Oh, show the cam. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, you need, you need a little bit of flair to take the stage. Um, sure do. So anyway, uh, so I still have the shirt. I intend to maybe wear it a couple more times yep. uh, before retiring it fully, but that's, you know, where we're at. And I, you know, I'd love a world where I could just, I'll watch these like reggaeton concerts, bro. And these guys are wearing the most colorful shit. They look sick. Yeah. Dangly earrings, big sunglasses. I want to look that way, bro. But I don't. And I'm not going to. And I understand that. There has to be a middle ground, though. And, and she's helped. She's helped. She's bought me no, some flare but, items. But, but, but here's what I mean. A bracelet. I don't think that's the middle ground. <laughs> she bought me a bracelet. I think the middle ground is <laughs> that when we're with them, with the ladies, we can abide by the droid costume. <laughs> you know i am with you spot on dude she a lot of the times you'll be like why can't you just wear some clean premium menswear basics <laughs> from rule of threads and i'm like i love that stuff but i also there are times when i want to let my freak flag fly um and i think that those moments might be when we're on stage or when we're on the road away from our sig ofs yeah um because because i'm with you dude on this a hundred percent and i'm telling you dude like fuck man i <laughs> i went it's so funny you say this because i went shopping yesterday oh nice which i hadn't done in a long long time how was it okay i don't love it i don't really like shopping i have to be in a really specific mood yeah same <laughs> i just i don't i don't recall it there's there have been I can t count on one hand the last the times where I've bought a clothing item in the last I don't know probably five years where I've been like wow this is perfect mm. I'm so happy with my purchase <laughs> I have no problem with the fact that I spent money to do this mm. something about it I just think like I I'm like I don't need clothing period amen on a fundamental mathematic level I have enough clothing mm -hmm. so any clothing i buy feels unnecessary to me right and i really much more wired towards buying for need mm -hmm. than want when it comes to clothing i buy other things right, for want right, right right i buy like you know i go to a golf course i i want a souvenir hat or polo shirt from that golf course with the logo you know, I buy that even though I have 15 golf shirts. Or you buy yourself a nice piece, a nice piece. Yeah, sure, exactly. Like <laughs> all that stuff. Like 
I but but as far as you know filling the wardrobe the only reason the only necessity there is to create more variety so that Sierra doesn't get tired of the shit that I'm wearing right right right, right. um and I'm very basic in how I dress for her cuz I realized that taking big swings and big risks results in those exact same <laughs> passive aggressive comments oh you're going to <laughs> are you gonna wear that tonight it's, dude, it's so funny. oh do you think that that shirt does that shirt go with those pants <laughs> so dude hillary i when when we first started dating i actually didn't believe in her she would make recommendations and i'd be like she doesn't know anything uh i'm not gonna ever listen to her uh i'm gonna always do what i want when it comes to dressing myself and <laughs> she doesn't know shit and that was that was just my assumption over time i realized in fact that there was a possibility that I could live a life where I never had to think about what I had to wear. <laughs> what an incredible life that could be. <laughs> but then you and, lost autonomy over a major piece of self-expression. Very true. But I find her to be an enlightened despot. Fair. <laughs> and she deserves that credit because she works in fashion. She doesn't. C close. No, not close at all. She doesn't work in fashion at all. No? No. She used to. Okay, but, well, but, that's what I but, mean. That's but, what I mean. But, but, She's got experience. But she wasn't, like, making clothes or anything. No, but, the, you know, she, she, okay, she has enough of a background that I lend her a lot of credit, you know, in, in what she's got. Totally. To uh, she, she, ten, she has sort of a reputation of being, like, a person who comes up with fun or unique outfits amongst her friends. But I kind of didn't realize if that was just big fish in a small pond syndrome initially. So I kind of wasn't positive that she could, that she had a good vision. Sure. It turns out I find that she does. Mm -hmm. And when she picks stuff for me, it tends to be better than stuff that I would pick for myself. And I don't have to pick it. I don't have to do shit. I just show up and smile and I leave dressed better than I would have been previously. However, the only downside to this is now if I decide that I'd like to step out and take my own liberties, um, those liberties are silenced and squashed. Mm -hmm. uh, and she maintains 99% of the vote. Yeah. That's how you know there's corruption. You can't get the light back. <laughs> you know You've there's lost corruption. the light, unfortunately. Dude, the dog days of summer are truly upon us. Mm. Uh, as we speak here, uh, as Chris has reminded us, it, the feels-like temperature in NYC is 107.6 degrees. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? What is this, Dubai? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> Julio? <laughs> oh, some of the classics some of the old hits 107.6 uh and i don't know about you going into a day like that can be pretty intimidating and there's nothing that will calm me and focus me more while also refresh me than drinking a brooklyn roasting company iced coffee I need to get to the mason jars. We don't currently own any, Ugh. but it's sounding like a better and better. You're idea. making a mistake. You got you, you know what you could really do too is if you take one of those mason jars and you put it in the freezer overnight, and then in the morning you wake up and you 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 can make yourself some cold brew using our beloved Oops Beans from Brooklyn Roasting Company or any number of their incredible oh, roasted yeah. coffees. And the way you do that is you grind it up, and then you put it in one of those cold brew makers, and then you put that in the fridge overnight to steep, and then in the morning you get that frozen mason jar. Put some ice cubes in it and you just pour your cold brew over it. Bro, it is a treat. Hell yeah. You're starting your day with a treat. 
Hell yeah, dude. It's something to really make you feel good and set you right. You're damn right. It's it's as good um with a cold brew as having a frosted glass is with a beer at the end of the day. Without a doubt. Yeah. Really elevates the experience. We highly suggest you try it. Get some Brooklyn Roasting Company coffee today. Try our, our patented Oops Blend. I'm actually not sure if it's patented, but I'm just saying that because I like the sound of it. <laughs> Uh, our own signature coffee from our favorite coffee roasters, brooklynroasting.com, promo code OOPSBEANS, 5% off, brooklynroasting.com, promo code OOPSBEANS. It's funny though, man, you, you think about all these celebrities, All I know especially the NBA players, every single one of them has personal shoppers Yeah, that are picking out all their clothes for them. Right, yeah, so like Hill Dog it effectively is my stylist and it's free. Yeah. And oftentimes she buys the clothes for me even. Which that's cool nice that's cool um and i feel like it'd be fun if i went shopping with you one time we should have a little boys trip sometime. chris gonna chris style me that could be fun cool have fun guys <laughs> do your thing oh you can come he too, invited no, you too Francis. No, i don't like you, shopping i don't like he shopping. invited you as well I, you don't seem to be having the same problems as julio i i don't i don't know i i have the same problem with sierra that he does with hillary <laughs> Which is that I just, anything I pick out for myself, she wants approval over every single thing that I buy. Nonsense. And, and, and she wants like soft approval. She wouldn't fundamentally tell me you can't buy anything unless I've given it the okay. But I now buy for the express purpose. The first consideration is not do I like this? It's would she like it? And you know something? Let me put it this way. I actually think that's okay. Because... When I was single, my a lot of my consideration in buying clothes was, will women be attracted to me in this? And now, my attractiveness is performing for a party of one. I only really, I, I really do not care. I, and I don't, I'm not just saying this. I really don't care if other women find me attractive. Because they don't exist. They don't exist to me. I, my whole look, my attractiveness, my sex appeal belongs to Sierra. Mm. And so as long as it passes muster with her, what the fuck do I care? Mm -hmm. You know, about I, I'm performing, as I say, for a party of one. Um, but with that said, I went shopping yesterday and I, she keeps asking me if I'm going to get a different outfit for the rehearsal dinner for Friday night mm. for the wedding. And I was like, well, I've got plenty of fucking stuff. Come on, really? And she, you know, she wants me to have something fun. Mm, special. She wants me to have something fun. Custom item. Well, I do like, I do like something fun. He does. But I don't know that, uh, you know, you're so limited for the rehearsal dinner. It's going to be a suit. It's not like I can wear a fucking shirt with two cans on it. You can wear a suit with two cans on it. That's for damn sure. Look like Clyde Frazier, yeah. mix announcer. Walt. Walt nope. Frazier, yeah. No, Clyde is his Is his name? Nickname. Nickname. Walt Clyde Frazier, yeah, yeah. right. Um, but I went to a place in Soho, a suit store. You know, they had a lot of, you kind of make your own suits, but those take too long. So then they said, well, we've got a couple samples that you can buy off the rack. And I said, they had a, a kind of cream off-white cream linen suit i said okay let me try that puppy on tried it on fit pretty well 
I said, okay, hang on a second. Whoa. Want something here? Whoa. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. But then, of course, I had to fucking FaceTime Sierra from the dressing room. Mm. And she liked it, which almost made me not like it. It's like, I wanted to just, this to be me, my thing. But I couldn't, it's too big of a purchase to not have it get her stamp of approval. But then she reminded me that I did have another suit in my closet, which could have potentially worked for the thing. So I said, oh, you know what? Okay, good thought. I'm not going to buy this suit. And then I walked out of the store, which, by the way, is always tough, you know, because they'd put the pins yeah, in yeah, the leg yeah, yeah, yeah. to show me where they would tailor it and all this stuff. And then to sort of take the pants off with the pins in, scary, right? And then to hand it back <laughs> to them, be like, sorry, guys. By the way, the older you get, the less hard that becomes. You're right. You're right. You're just like, what the fuck do I care? It's like saying no to a person begging for money. Like that becomes much easier. Yeah. As you get older. I mean, Not get, to sound like I'm a piece of shit, but like you can't give money to every single person. There's too many of them. Right. Like you would be all your, it would be everything. Like I'm you'd be asking definitely not the too. first person into that store today who's tried stuff on, gotten close to buying something, and then at the last second changed his yeah. mind if they give you shit i'd be like oh i'm sorry is there a sign somewhere that says if you try something on you have to buy it i, I was unaware of that yeah yeah exactly <laughs> fuck you oh what are you gonna blackball me from this store yeah dude that's too bad yeah. if only there were other stores in soho that sold <laughs> clothing for men so i walked out and then i walked into this other store that sold some cool polo shirts and things and I liked some of that stuff, and I bought some things there. And while I was in there, I was buying some stuff. I liked the guy that was selling me that stuff. And I said, uh, by the way, do you have any recommendations for a place that sells suits, like summery fun suits, for uh, here nearby? And he goes, oh, dude, you got to try this place right up the street. All my clients love it. And then he named the store that I had just walked out of. Mm. At which point I said, fuck. <laughs> and I went back in there. And I bought the suit. Wow. Wow. And you know something? They weren't even that excited. That you were buying it? To to have to have what to have me back. And I thought as I walked back, boy oh boy, I can't wait to see the looks on their faces. <laughs> they thought they'd lost the fish, and then the fish is jumping right back into the mo into the boat. Same hook. And they were like, Oh, good, okay, great. Glad you whatever. And I was like, what the fuck? Now, maybe I don't, am I going to change my mind again? <laughs> they should have appreciated my about face, about yeah. face. Can I have a hug or something, yeah. guys? Or I'm Come on. So I was disappointed in that. But you know what? Bought the suit and uh, you, man. just another classic expensive day. Yeah, had a boy. You know, it'll all lead up to that final sunset and the, overlooking the Indian Ocean. That's right. And then uh, you'll be back to real life. Mm-hmm. Have you ever laid eyes on the Indian Ocean? Sure haven't. I have not. It's exciting. As close as I've been is uh, Morocco. Mm. I've been to the to Morocco. Have you been to the Middle East too before? No. No, I haven't. It's crazy. I'd like to go. Yeah. I'd well, like to go to Saudi Arabia. Sounds like, uh, me too. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like you're going to be, you know, have, hanging out in Doha Saudi for Arabia. a bit though. <laughs> yeah. Pop out of the airport. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Saudi Arabia, I was thinking about this. Saudi Arabia is the Mecca of Mecca. <laughs> Literally. You know how people always say, like, that's the Mecca of so-and-so? Well, they have it. Mecca they is have the Mecca there. of Meccas. We got to become Muslims if we want to go, though. 
True story? Yeah. I think if you want to be a piece of shit, there's a way to like get around you convert it. for 10 minutes. Yeah. It seems like a dirtbag move. It's nothing I would ever admit to doing out loud if I ever were to do I it. I would really Not like to see Mecca. As would I. I'd like to see some of it. As would I. Yeah. And if you ask about it, they'll. somebody posted this, they'll send you back something like, there's plenty of areas for non-Muslims to see, but no, you can't go there. Oh, interesting. Um, Fair enough. Well, you know, one of these days. Yeah. Um, all right. Well. <laughs> Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. Facts with Ryan. Are they lying? Facts with Ryan. <laughs> Not even trying to find a tune there. <laughs> we'll we'll have we'll have a tune. One of these it. days. We'll maybe that'll tune. be a nice that'll, maybe that'll be a barstool edition. Nice. A facts okay. with Ryan to, tune. So uh just a couple ones today. The Hamptons. Uh just I was just you got me curious about parking lots. There's none available for purchase. It's a good investment, oh, but wow. there's none available yeah. right now. Interesting. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Really quick, you know who made <laughs> yeah. a lot of money on parking lots? Who? Shia LaBeouf. Frankie Muniz. Who really? Played, uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Wow, it's a great. He bought a bunch of parking dude. lots around the Staples Center in L.A. Wow. After he made money on his early seasons of Malcolm in the Middle, and then sold them like eight or ten years later, once the Lakers. Brilliant. I don't know, and then and they just made a huge profit. Yeah. Brilliant, and also, dude, it's like a like, like you you have a management company that does everything for you. Yeah, and how how hard could it be to maintain it? You're just never not going to make money on parking lots. It seems. Right. Yeah. This is sick. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, um, a movie that got one percent is The Master of Disguise. <laughs> you guys is that, that Dana movie? Carvey with yeah. Dana Carvey? No, it got one percent. I love that turtle. movie. <laughs> Um, you got one percent. It got one percent. Poor Dana wow. Carvey, man. What an unappreciated talent. Yeah, and then personal shoppers in New York City make on average fifty thousand dollars a year. Wow, big range though. Yeah, I that's bet. The average. I bet. Uh, I don't know that Dana Carvey is an unappreciated talent. You think he's appreciated? Lauren Michaels said that in his entire time running SNL, there were two uh, cast members ever who upon their audition, he knew that they would be ready to go immediately in their first episode. And one was Kristen Wiig and the other was Dana Carvey. Wow. That their auditions were so polished, their characters were so good, they were, he was like, we can plug that on. We can just run that, that immediately. immediately on. Wow, him. that's crazy. That yeah. doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Love to see it. And he, you know, he had a really good run on that show. Oh, yeah. Uh, like it was a star hit segment after hit segment star of that show, and then you know made a killed it in movies. Did he? Wayne's World was yeah, big. That's true. And, that's true. You know, had the Dana Carvey show, which was kind of a cult hit. Really, you know, you, there's a great documentary about that on Hulu. He, he also had watch. health problems, right? Right. I think he had some weird health know. scare. I would. Ryan, I is didn't there a way to that. look? Yeah, he had some like weird freak health thing. Interesting. Um, he was diagnosed with a blocked coronary artery oh wow um and he went under three angio i don't know angioplasty and each of them failed uh he then underwent double bypass but the pain continued um i'll keep looking but yeah it seems like that seems like a lot of heart surgeries Mm -hmm. too a lot of heart surgeries um poor fella well dana hope you're feeling good these days Mm -hmm. um i've heard that he's a guy who lives within his means Oh, must Meaning, be nice. I think he <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't know what that's like. Like apparently, he just like is chilling for life. 
Like, yeah. essentially never would have to work again if he didn't want to. Fair enough. Um, love to see it. Because he has restraint. Restraint. Yeah. Very um, cool. He, I, and, uh, he and David Spade have a podcast together. Now. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah, looks good. Interesting. All right, what do you got coming up? By the way, last thing, mm-hmm. David Spade liked my blocking the shoulder video. Really? And that meant a lot to me. That's awesome. That was a big one for me. That guy's an underappreciated stand Oh, my God, he's good. He's good. He's so good. He's really good. Yeah. Um, um, all right, I've got uh, Greenville and Charlotte, North Carolina. That is September 29th, 30th, and the 31st. Tickets for that. FrancisEllis.com. I hope to see you guys there. Uh, I got a New York date in the middle of September. We're uh, locking it in. It's probably going to be the week of the 12th. Uh, October 20th in Charlotte, North Carolina, and November 12th in Ann Arbor in Michigan uh, on my website, notjulio.com. I hope to see you guys at one of those. Bye-bye.